dates for April 4th. Today in 1964, actor Robbie Rist was born. Rist is best known for his portrayal of Cousin Oliver on The Brady Bunch. Critics claim the show jumped the shark by introducing the new character. It seemed as though Rist was hired on to bring back the charm of a young child actor. All of the Bradys were over the age of 12 by the fifth season. Unfortunately, Cousin Oliver only lasted six episodes before the series was canceled in 1974. This is Decades. finally arrived. We're all here. Thanksgiving in New York City, and the weather is clear. I don't know what I'm saying, but surely I jest. It's Thanksgiving weekend, and we're doing our best. Three weeks removed from that nutty day when the Democrats told Donald Trump he could stay. So move over, White House North, and don't have a cow. It's an all-new podcast that starts right now. Greetings, everybody, and how you be? Dave Jusko, podcast here with you. And, uh, uh, well, I'm just getting my uh, clock started here. It's uh, I, uh, My headphones are all uh, fakakta, as uh, your husband likes to say. And I'm here with my nieces and my sister, as it is uh, pre-Thanksgiving. What's well, not pre? It's Thanksgiving Eve. Pre-Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving Eve. You can go either way. And uh, we are all here to celebrate the big day it's together. Thanksgiving. <sighs> Because we're taping, it's a late night podcast. It's just the way Artie does them. After midnight, we're tired and full and um, exhausted. But uh, I don't know. We decided let's just do the podcast. Let's do it. Well, I think my nieces say, "All right, let's just do the podcast and get it over." But I say, "Let's do the podcast." <laughs> so uh, yeah, here we are I guess, again. Uh, you know, I hope everything's okay. You guys can hear it good, right? You hear it. Yes. Everything is good. Is the music too loud or anything? Is it good? Do you think? Good. All right, it's good because I can't tell. I have the worst headphones in the history. These are like headphones from the 70s. But, well, it's all, I don't, I got to get another set of headphones and I got to get another microphone. But I'm so used to just having myself or one guest. Meanwhile, the last time you've been on the show, when we were at Tommy Bahamas, I could have used, well, I got another microphone from Memo and I could have used another pair of headsets. So, you know, what are we doing? Why don't I just make it happen? You should. All right, so here we are, another, um, another beautiful Thanksgiving Eve. Kids in the Hall, part three, that's what I call it. Ooh. You wouldn't understand why uh, people get upset when they listen and they realize it's not actually the Kids in the Hall, which was a very popular sketch show in the 90s. You say so. Yeah, that's right. I say so. And you just assume I know everything about the past. Okay. I'm here with Dory. I'm here with Liza. Hi. I'm here with my sister who doesn't have a microphone, but she will uh, chime in. She's not going to fall. You worried about the cat falling? Yeah. That's what they do. They fall and they pick themselves right up. <laughs> yeah, she's standing. She's just laying right in front. She's so fat. <laughs> she's laying right in front of Beth. And uh, yeah, she <laughs> it really is funny. She's just standing like a lump, <laughs> like her master. <laughs> and speaking of which, the worst thing happened to me last week when I was at you guys' house. You know what happened? No. I stepped on that scale. Oh, I did. I've been depressed oh. ever since. That was hilarious. Now, I know you told me. N- <laughs> 
Now, I know you told me not to step on the scale after I ate, and I had like a whole sub from Tasty Subs. I ate like three quarters of that sub, and that was after I went out to breakfast with Grammy, where I had the happy waitress. Well, that waitress was none too happy after she gave it to me. Her mood didn't change. I'm sure one day of overeating was definitely why you were over 200 pounds. It's definitely that one day. So You know, first of all, I didn't <laughs> tell everybody I was over 200 pounds. Sure I never said it. Out. You just outed me. And secondly, uh, yes, that's exactly the reason. The one day of eating. No, you see, I've been proud of myself in the sense that I have never cracked the 200 mark. Until the last weekend. Well, there's a first time for everything. You know what? Let's just not do this because you guys, if you're ganging up on me because of my... I mean, I'm looking at my cat and I'm like, look at us. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... We're so fat. And it's all my fault. And she eats when I eat and what I eat. Oh, thank you. Yeah. it's a, But don't do it now. I don't know. I guess it's... Isn't it weird if you're brushing the cat while we're talking? Doesn't like particles go all over and everybody will sneeze. I mean, you saw Dory's nose is a mess. Uh, right? No. All right, look. <laughs> We're getting off to a bad start here. Um, let me just explain one thing about my weight. First of all, I've been bloated for like... The Beats? They're wireless. Um, I've been upset about this because I'm bloat. Like, I can tell I've been getting fat. My pants don't fit. I don't, but what I can't figure out is what put me over the edge. Why now am I getting fat? I mean, I guess I stopped doing the Soul Cycle for a little bit. But I'm going to go. You bored by this conversation? No. Because this is what it's like <laughs> when you get older, okay? No, not at all. Yeah, I know it's not. You know, um, remember I told you I met that girl that I haven't seen in 20 years I used to go out with, and she ballooned. Ballooned. And the reason why I mention it is first of all, she used to be ridiculously hot. And thin and sexy. And now she's ballooned. And I mention it only because I hold your mother to the highest of standards. She popped out three kids. She looks terrific, right? She does look You're not good. embarrassed to show off, to, to bring your mother around and be like, uh, you know, like, <laughs> like Jill's mom, you know, Jill's daughter. Right? I mean, wow. Because she's also very tiny. Another girl. So I've had three girls who I used to go out with, who are now heavy, and now they want me back. Oh, well, you know what? Too <laughs> late, because that ship has sailed. Now, on the flip side of that, I say, I would like to date those girls, because um, they won't mind if I eat. And sometimes it's good dating a girl like that, because, see, what did I just say? Sometimes it's good um, to go out with a girl like that, because then, you know, it, it could be all about the eating, and you don't have to worry. Because I remember that time I went out with that fat girl from around Mommy's Neighborhood, and she, her mother lived where our mother lives, and she was really heavy. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this a chance because, you know, we can go out to dinner a lot. <laughs> so we went to the Chinese restaurant over on 64th and 2nd, and I'm like, this is going to be a great date. Like, she was like, you know, and I got real high, and I'm just like, uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to be so hungry, and um, I'm going to eat like a pig, and she's going to love it. And then she's like, yeah, I'm not going to eat that much today. You know, I've been watching my... I'm like, what the... F that's the only reason I was going out with... I mean, I could see what she was trying to be like. And I'm like, no, no, no. That's This is the time to splurge. You know, and then it was ridiculous. She's like, are you going to finish that? And I'm like, I'm gonna, no. <laughs> 
And I like going out with girls like that because then I don't feel that fat because I eat less. And they're closet eating. Right. Many times I go out to eat and I closet eat when I get home because I hate eating in front of people. Now, when I was at Lenny's wedding, I talk, talk about this all the time. He had It was catered by Peter Luger's Steakhouse. Wow. It was the most delicious of all foods. But I get nervous eating in front of people. You should get over that. Yeah. Oh, I, I'll get over it. <laughs> no, I'm always nervous eating in front of people. So it's like I wanted to pl- plop my chair down in front of the shrimp tray and just go to town. <laughs> but uh, people hate that. Plus, I was wearing like a suit where I could. Ju- it's just, I'm just too bloated. Well, oh, here's the best know. part. I just don't know what to do about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like the one problem in life I can actually solve. So, well, here's the best part is that this happened on Saturday, you know, when I was like, oh, what am I going to do? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do something about it. And then I'm like, what am I going to do this week? Oh. Thanksgiving. I'm having the Thanksgiving meal. We're having the, the meal before Thanksgiving. We went to Rosa Mexicana. And then on Saturday, I'm going to Wolfgang's Steakhouse. I'm like, this is the week I chose to diet. Oh. And I was like, I'll wait. I'm going to wait. But I'm going to what my plan is to do Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays to start maybe eating a little better. Mondays I can't because it's chicken wings and beer. There's nothing I can do about that. <laughs> no, but Tuesdays for lunch I always get you know a Tommy Bahamas a little a, a salad of some sort. I made them make me a Caesar salad. Now I make them chop it because what they were giving me was the stem. They're like it's called a classic Caesar salad, and it's the stem of the lettuce with um you know stuff. And I'm like this, this is this is horrible. So I made them chop it up, and now it's a classic Caesar salad thanks to me. I mean, what, what, what is a classic Caesar salad supposed to be that stem? No. And then I went and I got a Caesar salad at that place my friend owns who used to live in the building and now she has a baby. I've known her since she was 13. And she bought it out and it was hot. Ew. Yeah, they warm it up. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I'm sorry about that hot lettuce. Like, she apologized. I'm like, she's like, I know you didn't know. But it was, it, they did say it was a classic grilled Caesar. I didn't see that part. But it was gross. I think they took it off the menu. Liza, are you going to be all right? Something. She's falling asleep. I can see it. Not, I know the conversation isn't that exciting, but unfortunately, this is the podcast. Yeah. Why don't you switch with your mother? Yeah, I will. And then you can chime in if you feel like it. Yeah, that's a better plan. All right, how about this? Maybe let's keep... Well, your mother took off, so... Yeah, she did. <laughs> all right. I don't think your mother's respecting the podcast. Clearly. It seems like that. Clearly, she just doesn't care. That's okay. All right. Why don't we get to something I that... I don't even have headphones. Our, uh, well, the, we haven't been saying anything. Yeah, there hasn't been any just, reason to have the headphones yet. We're just talking. Normal people. Well, if she's angry, I mean... What is that? Where are you going? I'm ready for bed. Wait, what? Then go to bed. All right. Jeez. You Liza. said you wanted to do it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I know, but my conversation is boring. All right. All right, whatever. I don't know. This is the worst podcast of all time. I'm Can it just be blast. me and Dory? Why don't you guys go to bed? And me and Dory will talk. Is that okay? Because we have no problem with that. Or you can just sit there. Whatever. If you can figure out that. Oh, my God. This is the. I'm, it's like I'm going to have to edit all this stuff. I never edit the podcast. But this is an embarrassment. All right. All right. Now, look. <laughs> well, now I need Liza. I was just going to get into some Friends trivia. Oh, my Already? God. This is so exciting. I well, I saw here. her falling asleep. So I was trying to eh, pick it up. stay up. What? Well, I 
Do you want something? Yeah, to... I got a bike for food. Yeah, la, 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 here's a little. <laughs> oh my god, my sister's got that Charlotte Ray Yikes. thing going from fa- uh, f- Facts of Life. The hairstyle when she put the headphones on—it was terrifying. <sighs> Blair. <laughs> and this is, um, as you know, Jerry Jewell from Facts of Life. Tutti, can you tell Mrs. Garrett to? That doesn't sound anything. I was like doing her. Mike Buschetti doing <laughs> Jerry Jewell. Sorry. Um, all right. Now, as we know, Liza, do you like Friends also? Yes. As we know, uh, Dory's favorite TV show is uh, Friends. And Liza, we talk about it every Thanksgiving because we look forward to the Thanksgiving episodes. After last year on Thanksgiving, <laughs> guys, seriously, guys, if you can't, go to bed. It's no big deal. What? We're listening. Go, oh, my God. You're like, like mother, like daughter. It's like so messed up. Um, but really, go to bed if you want. Okay. No, I care about this. Okay. <laughs> that was so convincing. <laughs> Again, I got to get that clip from Author Author, which is this movie <laughs> that my only my sister, me, and Artie know for some reason with Al Pacino. And there's a scene where Al Pacino's making his kids go to a restaurant because they have to meet critics. He's a playwright. And the, uh, the little kid goes, he's like, listen, if you don't go with me, you're not going to get those Rolling Stone tickets. You're not going to get the uh, stuff, blah, blah, blah. He's blackmailing them to go out. And so then when he's falling asleep, the little kid's falling asleep because they're at Sardi's, you know, at midnight on a weekday. And he's like, all right, come on, are you tired? And he goes, no, I'm having too much fun. having <laughs> too much fun. Yeah, and that's what Liza does all the time. Every <laughs> Thanksgiving Eve. It's really funny. We were at, uh, we have a photo when we went to Serendipity's after and she's just sleeping. <laughs> Who sleeps at Serendipity? What child sleeps at Serendipity? It's the most fun place on the planet. I'm tired. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> Where they serve frozen hot chocolate. Hello. So delicious. Greatest time ever. I remember how exciting it was when we got there. Remember we had to bribe the guy to get the seats and everything? It was very oh, yeah. entertaining. Yeah. Apparently you didn't. Well, of course we did. Well, listen, enough, everybody. We did walk all the way from Central Park West to my house on the, on the uh, east side. It's a Thanksgiving the tradition. Bridge. Yeah. So I can see where you're tired. It's also very late. And uh, we all had school. I didn't. You woke up at four? Oh, you woke oh, up at yeah, four today did. to do your homework? Yeah. Talk into the mic when you talk. His mommy took it away. I know she's the worst. <laughs> All right. Now, look, last year, so we did, we love the Friends Thanksgiving episodes. They air them all on TBS in a row. Yes. And last year afterwards, I got so gung-ho about it, I rated the top 10 Friends Thanksgiving episodes. Um, but this year, uh, with me thinking, I think the Brad Pitt one being the best one. Agreed. Of course. Yeah. Totally. Although I like the Christina Applegate one as well. Yes. She was really funny in it. That's good, but doesn't yeah, compare. The bread, right, doesn't compare. No, it doesn't. But and and that might be the only thing Brad Pitt was ever good in. <laughs> he has a movie coming out now. I think it's called Allied. Got yeah with his oh, yeah, uh, the wife. That. Yeah, with that girl that it maybe spy. cheated with. We don't right. Where's a spy? It's so stupid. All of his movies suck, by the way. In fact, um, he stinks, and he's no, and Warren Beatty's coming out with a new movie, and Warren Beatty was the Brad Pitt of his day. But Warren Beatty was awesome. And he was a pretty boy that was like the first pretty boy to ever like executive produce movies and direct movies and kind of call his own shots. And he made really interesting films. And Brad Pitt just copies. I don't know what he's doing. He's a horrible actor. Warren Beatty was a pretty good actor and he was fun and interesting. Brad Pitt's just not interesting. And I don't think any of his movies... His... um. I think I have his, his, 
I have his box office gross numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? He like look at all these movies he's in and you tell me if any of them are exciting. Uh The Big Short was good, but I don't even know was he in that? Would he have a small part? No. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that was like Chris. Yeah, that was Pine a good movie. Chris yeah, no, that was a good movie, but it's not because of Brad Pitt was in it. Yeah. If we didn't even yeah. remember he was in it. Yeah. Uh, By the Sea. What is that? Uh, These are his no. latest one. True Story. Never even heard of never that one. Nope. Selma. But he, I guess, he executive produced it, which is smart. That's what Warren Beatty used to do. But uh, Twelve Years a Slave, he had a small part in. That's a good movie though. Kind of Kick-Ass Two, World War Z, World War Z. Might have been his biggest movie of all time, if you can believe it now. I don't know really? anyone that's ever seen it. That's pathetic. Yeah. But they're making a World War Z 2 because it made $202 million. What? And sometimes that calls for a sequel. What are they going to do? If zombies Look at this. Killing again? them soft. What are they going to do? Like, what are they going to do? Have zombies attack a second time? Is that it's what the movie better is? better a second time. Yeah, it's about time. zombies. It is? Yeah, well, that's yeah. a Z. Z? It's a world war with zombies. I, I can't watch anything he's in. He's very boring and dull. The only thing I liked that he was in was Moneyball. Never seen that. That was really good. That was very entertaining. And he played the part perfect because it was a handsome fella, an old ball player, you know, whatever. But other than that, I mean, look at this. The Killing Them Softly, The Tree of Life, The Private Lives of Pippa Lee, The Time Traveler's Wife. That's the worst movie ever. Um, that Benjamin Buttons one was kind of cool. Right. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's kind of cool. But it's not like... It um, was also like three and a half hour movie. Yeah. Really long. Warren Beatty made, you know, Heaven Can Wait, Shampoo, and like things that... I mean, that's what we know, because back then, it, then, maybe, you know, I don't know. It's just, he was cooler. And he made Red. And it won an Oscar because he directed it, and he starred in it. And that's badass. That's Plus, remember, cool. he like called his own shots when he was like really young, too. Brad Pitt was already Brad Pitt when he started executive producing. Like He was just like, yeah, here's what I, I want to do a Bonnie and Clyde where we're real good looking. And they're like, what? That's insane. And then it was like a huge hit. I mean, it's a huge it's a masterpiece in a way. I mean, it's like, you know, it's a legendary film from the 60s. But um, anyway, the point is um, he stinks. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah. Now, again, if he were here... <laughs> I would say the complete opposite. I'm like, Brad, I got to tell you, you're all right. I don't think you're ever going to have to worry about that. You don't know that. I told you what happened with Kate Beckinsale today. Oh, I told Liza. I was yeah. like, you didn't tell me anything. What's the story with the um, divorce between Brad and Angelina? I haven't oh. really heard much. Oh, well, the story, is, no, I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> he, he hit the children. And uh, no, that's what they're saying. He was just drunk on a plane and he yelled at the kid. And he's like, shut up. Because it was so ridiculous. Like, he married the hottest girl ever. And then she was like, let's adopt some, like a bunch of kids. And he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> and um, yeah, he was drunk on the plane because I think he hates his life because he's great looking and he can have any girl he wants. And he got the hottest girl. And then she just wanted yeah, to adopt she's a kids. Freak. Yeah, but that's hot. But then she was like, started adopting kids. Like, well, I didn't want a whole family, maybe one kid. This stinks. So he's yelling at the kid. The kid's running up and down the plane. He's like, shut up. You know, and shut up, sit down. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, then she was like, well, I can't have this. So he's like, whatever. <laughs> I think they both just wanted out. I mean, he wants out. But that guy, he's going to meet some hotties. How long were they married? It was a long time, right? Eight years? Was it no, ten? It was more than that. You think so? Was I don't it? think so. I mean, well, what year was the Friends episode? 
when he was still married to Jennifer. That well, lasted, they, like, they weren't married. Months, they were just dating. At that point, they were they were no, just dating. Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt never got married. No, I think they were married. Yeah, they were married. They were definitely married. They totally got married. Oh, they were? Yeah, yeah, that's why it was like... Only so for like less know. than a year, though, I think. Yeah, it was, it was a short... Well, Friends was 20 years ago. That's what I'm saying. So I think he and Angelina... Have been oh, maybe like, like 15, 16 time, years. Right. That's interesting. Anyway, that Friends episode is the best thing he's ever done. And I guess ever will. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. It's very so uh, let's do some Friends trivia so we can lighten up uh, Liza. And again, feel free to walk away. Okay. Because I can see, you know, oh. this is boring you. But um, you should have been here last week when I had Rabbi Susan talking about international adoption. Now, I think that would have picked you up a little bit. (laughs) That sounds fascinating. These are some tough questions. Mm. They're not going to be cakewalks. I'm actually nervous. While working at Bloomingdale's, Rachel interviews for an assistant buyer position in which department? (laughs) Okay. um, Here are the choices. Yeah, give me choices. Women's shoes? No. Petite? No. Junior Miss? Junior Miss. You're junior Miss. Okay. I was going to say that first, too, and then I didn't. I don't know why. I'm which not of the, taking any chances. Which of the following is Ross not allergic to? Okay. Peanuts. Yes. Strawberries. Lobster or kiwi, which is not. Oh, no, it's not. strawberries. Excellent. How the hell did you know that? Because I knew he was allergic to the rest of them. Wow. I knew he was allergic to kiwi. I didn't know the other ones. Where did Chandler hold the bachelor party when Ross was married? Pizza Cap- Hut. Next. She's right. I mean, give Liza a chance. I got to give you buzzers. What volume does Joey buy from the encyclopedias? Jesus Next. Christ. Oh, man. <laughs> Liza, she means it. this is what happened last year, I believe, right? Weren't what? we doing um, Back to the Future questions? And, like, she just wouldn't even, can't even finish the question. Yeah, I know everything about you know, If Alex Trebek was here, he'd be very upset with you for not letting him finish. But, no, it's, it's funny to <laughs> scream it out. What concert does Phoebe want Ross to get her tickets to? Sting. Damn. I knew that one. Yeah, that one's well, Why don't you say it? it then. I, yeah, oh, you're I dozing know. off. How many roses does Ross send to Emily to try and 72. win her? Holy shit. <laughs> one day for each he is known yeah, But this is why her. I like... Now, again, when I did this with uh, David Elliott and we went through the Grateful Dead stuff, and he's like, I don't think anybody's going to be interested in this. I'm like, you know what? I'm interested in how fast <laughs> you get these questions without me doing multiple choice. Plus, that was one of my favorite ones. Oh, it was? Yeah. I, I, you... You kept saying, oh, this is boring, but it wasn't boring. I found it fascinating I like it, too, also. and I'm, I'm fascinated when people have a knowledge of, <laughs> you know, I mean, the people that listen to this podcast appreciate when I'm talking about Big John, Little John, <laughs> and I have a vast knowledge of nothing that matters to only, you know, a, a couple of listeners that I love that get it. Matters really important to no your listener. no one else. What? I said, is it really important to your listener? Which what Listener part? singular. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, people are like, boy, you really mean to your niece. I'm like, she gives it back. Don't worry. Don't <laughs> worry. Okay. Um, what does Pete bring back from Japan for Monica? Oh, no. Ooh. <laughs> I thought these were all hard. He brings you know? back. Are there choices? There's choices. Can you give me choices? Peanuts. A kimono. Oh, peanuts. It's peanuts. Oh, it's, t- it's not. <laughs> Yes, it is. No, it's not. Keep going. Hotel toiletries or cleaning supplies? Clean. No, I don't think it's cleaning supplies. No, it's definitely peanuts. It's hotel, it's hotel toiletries. Well, then there's another episode where he brings her back peanuts. Peanuts sound familiar. He peanuts brings her back a bag familiar. of peanuts and she says, like, this is all because he says that like, he's moved on from her, but he hasn't. And he brings back I'm, peanuts. I'm believing that you. Happens. I'm believing you. Maybe it's not Japan. No, I don't no, know. you might be right. 
You're probably right. I am. Whoever right. made up this quiz is probably wrong. It's definitely peanuts. Where do the cheesecakes come from that Chandler and Rachel get addicted to? Oh, little. It's like uh, little something. Liza's bakery. almost there. <laughs> little something with like a mom. You're right there. Little Mama's Bakery. You, Mama's Little Bakery. Mama's Excellent. Bakery. Liza got so one. Yes, Liza. <laughs> How many types of potatoes does Monica Three. make? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, your daughter's a mess. <laughs> uh, just like her uncle. Knowledge about nothing. Which of the guys has Phoebe not kissed? Wait, no. I can do this. Um, Ross. No, all of them. She kissed Chandler. She kissed yeah, all she of kissed them. Yeah, she kissed Chandler and Ross and Joey. Oh, oh, She's okay, right. yeah, yeah. Wait, okay. it was a trick yeah. question. <laughs> it wasn't tricky. What nickname does Ross want people to call him by? Red, Red Ross. Ross. No. Oh, that's a different one. <laughs> um, he does. No wait. Okay, I I know the divorcer. No. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> no. No, it's he another says that. One too, yeah. Though, yeah. I mean, this is a tough one. It's it's weird, and I don't know if this is in one episode. It kind of like was one. Well, that clearly, I saw. he has two other <laughs> nicknames that he goes by because <laughs> both. Here of are those the choices: the Rossinator, the Rossosaurus. Big Ross Ross or the Rossatron? It's Rossatron. Rossatron. That's right. Yeah. It's definitely that, but those other two are true also. Yeah. What problem does Rachel make up to get Joey to talk to her, her after boss he wants to buy oh her baby. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. This <laughs> is amazing, right? Beth, are you amazed by this? or? It's crazy. I think she knows. Just because you're a college student doesn't mean that you should have all this knowledge in your... <laughs> my cat's coming over here. All I do reason. is watch friends. Me too. I mean, and, and <laughs> you know, kiss girls. Um, which one of Joey's sisters did Chandler fool around with? Mary Angela. Wow. <laughs> you sure it wasn't Mary Catherine? <laughs> Do you want to get down? She wants this chair. Open. Um, what is the name? This is a good one. It was just on the other night. What is the name of Joey's boat? The Mr. The Beaumont. Mis- yep, it's Mr. Beaumont. Mm. <laughs> How is this making you tired? This is unbelievable. You're so bored by this. Who, this is the question we're going to spend some time on. This is the last question. I'm sorry. I have some 16 Candles questions if you'd like, Beth. You don't know that either? You don't know 16 Candles? You just do it and see what happens. That's the one I thought I you I know would... the movie, but I'm not sure I would get the trivia. Eh, you should worst. try it. All right. Let's, here's the last question. Okay. And then we're going to talk about this for a little bit. Who sings Smelly Cat with Phoebe in the song's first appearance on the show? Leslie. No. That's not the name of it. She's a singing partner. Yeah. No, it's not her singing partner. Oh. It's, just, oh. it's a famous, a very famous rock musician. Oh, it's a boy. No, it's a girl. Really oh, girl. no, 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 no. It's the... That's right. Oh, my God. How did you Beth get that? Knew it. You know, I watch Friends, too, you know. She sings this song. Uh, to Stephanie Schiffer. Stephanie <laughs> Schiffer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But Beth, if you could. I'd like to start with a song that I wrote for... The first man I ever loved. This is Chrissy Hine. Now, she was in a band There'll called The Pretenders. No strings to burn your hand. She has a cool voice, right? So she's singing this on Friends. Right. Do you know it? I, yes, I remember that. I mean, I don't know the song, but I, I remember that Can you hear it, Bob? Not through Liza's headphones. I see no reason to take me home. I'm old enough to face the dawn. It's a, it's just a... call me angel of the morning, angel. Just touch my cheek before you leave me, baby. Just.
have a great voice i mean it's like an yeah. interesting voice which makes it cool but she's like a kind of a rock legend she had this band called the pretenders and there aren't a lot of she may be the only female rocker ever that wrote her own songs blondie didn't write her own song no um blondie was definitely a rocker heart i, I don't know whether they wrote their own song but you're right you can take heart as kind of female rocker, but stevie nicks Writes her own stuff and is kind of rock, but it's very rare. And yeah. this girl headed up her own band, you know, and that's so rare. And her songs were terrific. I mean, um, listen to this. saying they don't um there's not a lot of girl rockers you have a yeah. uh, singer song where you got taylor swift you know uh you know cheryl crow but you know you don't have a lot of girl rock and roll bands that guys don't have a problem listening to or would go see with a cool name not her name but the pretenders like she had a you know a band name right, yeah. it's just very rare and she's cool and it's so cool that they had her on friends because um you know, they, I don't think they ever did that again where they had a musician actually play a song like that, even doing a uh, cover, uh, which they could have done a hundred times at that cafe and just kind of, yeah. uh, they didn't, look, they didn't even need the ratings. That's, uh, that's the amazing thing because that's what you would do if you were suffering. You would bring in, well, they guess they kind of did that. They bring in all those stars, yeah, Julia Roberts and Bruce stars. Willis. Yeah, but where was Sting? No, That's the just thing. Talked about him. Did he? He no was never. Trendy. No, he wasn't on. The he was episode. never on the show, right? Yeah. No, yeah. So how cool would that have been if he's playing in the cafe, even as another person? Because there's nothing funnier than Chrissy. I'm playing Stephanie. Right. You know. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, I didn't even know that she was like famous. Yeah, I didn't know that. She I know. Famous. That's why I'm telling you this. And then, of course, she did this part at the end. There's nothing funnier <laughs> than if you have like kind of a rock legend on your show. And at this point, she was a legend because she'd been around like 15, 20 years. Um, and then you're telling her how to do it. I mean, that's a funny yeah. premise every time. Yeah. Like, it would be like if I had a sitcom and Springsteen was my guest and I'm like, you know, and he's just singing, you know, a song that I wrote. I'm like, no, no, no. You're, <laughs> you're completely, it's more like, uh, 
born in the USSR. <laughs> I like it the other way. And I'm like, well, you not really the star here. So, I mean, that's funny and it's yeah. really funny. So then this show is so uber popular to this day. Last year, I just have to, um, hold on a second. It'll be worth it. Last year, this happened at the Staples Center. This is Taylor Swift introducing Phoebe Buffay to sing Smelly Cat. Listen to this crowd. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, crowd's going crazy. Yeah. Listen to that crowd. You know, I went. It's as if the president just walked in. I went to Taylor Swift concert and Nick Jonas came out, but I would have rather. You went to a which concert? The t- like same like 1989 tour like oh the Taylor Swift yeah oh, and, and, jo- and Nick Jonas was like her guest person yeah but that makes sense he's I mean he's a singer he's the same yeah. age and you know I don't care for him but I know you know you would like but well, yeah, this I mean, is for cool. a sitcom star from 20 years ago who's almost 50 doesn't and matter. she's ge- and she doesn't sing doesn't you know matter. what I mean that's the thing but then she's gonna sing Smelly Cat with Taylor Swift so, at the Staples yeah, Center like crying. <laughs> I mean, she might have just, awesome. she might as well have just said she's going to sing Shake It Off. The bit again. That's so funny. The crowd loves it. She's doing the bit. I would love it. Just, well, yeah, like, I would be like freaking out. It's so funny. They won't take you to the bed. Okay. Uh, I, 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 That's amazing. And so when did she did that? That was in the second season. Was that 95? Yeah. And then she's doing it with Taylor Swift exactly 21 years. 20 years later. 20 it was 2015. Years later, yeah. 20 years later, The Power of Friends. It's not like she could have Hal Linden on and him perform some of his Barney Miller theme. Uh, How about this one? You'll like this one. And that's where I'm going to bring in my Abe Vagoda. Well, I don't mind telling you. Actually, that was horrible. That was Jackie Mason. Yeah, I I don't know what happened. And I remember I was on Artie's show just going like, I'm really getting Abe Vagoda. People made so much fun of me on Twitter like, I'm so getting good at Ava Go to me while I just try to do it, and I was just like, and I'll tell you this. If I go, Bonnie Miller was the fish, fish was the way, and when I took Godfather, they didn't ask me to do Godfather 2 because I died in the Godfather 1. Now, look, it's a spoiler alert. I'm giving you a spoiler alert. Didn't you ever meet his daughter, I Sheba Mason? I know, that's what makes it so funny. <laughs> the, the stairs, if you could see, if we were televising yeah, the I podcast, know. the stairs of what is going on. I get it. Thank you, Beth. Because you're old. What? Story because I didn't get missing. <laughs> anyway, this girl Chrissy Hine. That's why I'm saying this was such a good get on this show. This girl is amazing. The song she wrote. How cool! Why do you like this? Yeah. Have you ever heard it before? No. Would you ever put it on your badass Edward playlist that you played for us in the car today? No. 
Get a nigga, get a table dance. <laughs> you would never put this song on? Why? Drop a six beat halfway through. Oh, wait, I never like to pretend to myself. Sorry. Yeah, but you have to respect it. Yeah, but I don't. I don't like her voice. I can understand that. Oh, Just like Stevie Nicks in many ways, right. it's very similar. But it's true, her songs are still really good, though. But wait, I want to get to the part where uh, this is an important part. This is the chorus. Is the important part. Special, so special. Give it to me. Uh, uh, why that's important, but first of all, Liza, what did you say to us in the car when we were driving? What do you mean? About the sick beat? Yeah, what was it? The exact wording that you said? <laughs> I, I got some sick beats I got to drop. <laughs> was that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got- Yo, daddy Oh, I got some sick beats I got to drop. Like <laughs> her, her father was it. driving us and like, yes, it was. Okay. I made up the daddy o part, but you might as well have put that in. You're like, listen, can you Bluetooth into my phone? I got some sick peeps I got to drop, yo. And then it just came out. And that put it on like so it looked like there were black people going down you know, the street. And then all of a sudden, and then the words are just like, hey, the motherfucking nigga. You're like, it's like, yeah, yeah. It no, was, um, no, no. No. Don't worry, back me up here. 100% that is we what happened. We were shocked. But they're good songs. <laughs> the two but old white beats. men in the car were, and we were going past Trump Tower at the time. I mean, this was a statement. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't like the songs. Listen, I think. I know I got to name this the kids in the hall, but I really want to name it some sick beats I got to drop. <laughs> That's got to be the name of my next podcast or my special. Yo, I got some sick beats I'm going to drop. <laughs> um, Beth, you just dropped some stuff in the toilet. Right. Anyway, I know this is disgusting. I was totally just going to say that. <laughs> I, know, I know you were. I could tell. <laughs> um, but why I brought up that special uh, thing is because there's a band that I really, really liked called Garbage, which was, I think, kind of an offshoot of Nirvana. Either their producer or the guy that started it was a Nirvana knockoff like the Foo Fighters, which you don't know, but... And they're one of my favorite bands. They were. I went to see them at a concert a couple times, and Shirley Manson is the lead singer. Um, And she kind of did a tribute to Chrissy Hine because that's how powerful she was in the female community and wrote this song, which is one of my favorite Garbage songs that there is. And it's called Special. Yeah, we hear some beats dropping. Yeah, it drops some sick beats here. Yeah. She even puts in like the talk of the town, the lyrics. It's like she called Chrissy Hines. She's like, can I use the talk of the town thing, which is one of your lyrics? She goes, yeah, whatever you want. And then they performed it on stage together. Like Chrissy Hines like, yeah, I don't even want any money. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's cool. I like your stuff. And then Shirley Manson was like, wait, she's up to something. I think then they got into a fight. Wait, nobody's going to give it away from free.
I like it. Do you like good. it? Yeah, it's a good song. It is good, right? Yeah. And was that something you put in your sick beat special? Or? <laughs> Probably not. Why? Like, don't you? Do you have? I mean, don't you want a variety of songs? Or are you? I mean, do you really no, no, like the songs we were listening to? Is that really what you would go down if you were walking in a marathon and you were listening to songs? Is that really walking in a marathon? I, you know what I'm saying. If you're doing a walk for a charity or something, and you're, you're by yourself and you have your headphones on, or or, or you're just walking around. You know that that there's like a lot of songs on there. I was just I was just skipping. I was playing all the songs that I knew Daddy would hate the most. <laughs> That's I know, what but I was doing. I have so many more songs on there that aren't like that. That are like like more like Taylor Swifty and stuff like that. But do you ever well, put like any kind of. old stuff in it? Didn't yeah. you say you liked the Eagles when they came on Hotel California? Uh, that came on. And I thought you said, "Oh, I like this song." Were you just appeasing us, or is that the right word? Well, no, I like I like a lot of songs. I just but do you like anything that's older than two thousand? I mean, do you like the Beatles? No, I hate everything. That wasn't me. <laughs> I know that That's was dark. story. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I get it. I was answering. Oh, for you me. were answering for her, or do you really hate everything? No, I don't really like any music before. No, like I like I like the Beatles songs. No, I, I like nineties music. I don't have them music. on like a playlist, but I, if like they come on, like I like know the words. Listen, sing it. we couldn't put anything on before we were born because everything sucked. I mean, everything sucked before the Beatles came. Everything sucked. So it's difficult for us too, but. Um, but then after the Beatles came, there was a lots of good music. You don't have anything from like the seventies or something, um, you know, like a like this unbelievable classic. Come on, this is like dropping some sick beats. You could think <laughs> there's like twenty years before they uh, started using the N word. <laughs> You don't like disco? What's the matter with you? It's called Disco Inferno. What's up? Ah! It's going to get sick. Yeah. Let's get the word. Baby, burn. Disco Inferno. Nothing? Burn the mother out. How do you guys know this song? Because they love Saturday Night Fever. Everyone knows this song. Everyone knows every song from the 80s. This is from the 70s. Them, but everyone knows them. Yeah, Beth. If that is it's your like real name. Everyone in the world Why knows Why would you this know song? Disco Inferno? I don't know. It's People everywhere. It. I don't know. Why does she know it? Because um, she knows this movie really well. David Bowie. He's a half faggot. You mean he's a bisexual? Yeah, he swings both ways. Men and boys. <laughs> oh, so yeah? funny. Well, you know who came in today? Joe Namath. You know Joe Namath. He comes in and uh, he wants some coffee, so I brought him some coffee, and then he asked me to sit down and have some coffee with him. You had coffee with Joe Namath? Yeah, that's right. We were talking a little bit. He wanted to know what it was like to be uh, 21. And I told him I didn't know, because I was just 20. Yeah? What else? That's all. Are you done, Muff? Hey, don't you never chew, Tony. Don't you never chew. Oh, look. That's John Travolta. He never chews. And what happens in Greece? Same thing. He's chewing he's doing that burger. Oh, no. That's Kaniki. Don't you ever chew. <laughs> Here's to you, me, Pinky Lee. What, what is it? <laughs> Come on. He does the same thing in all the movies. And then um, that's where that song is from. Hey, Tony, can I talk to you for a minute? I got to talk to you for a minute. Hey, Tony. Come on, kids. 
I know you're going to get mad, but I totally have to go to bed. No, go. I can't wait for you to go. You've been like a downer uh, this entire time. Oh, I'm I watching have... you fall asleep. Yeah. Hello. She no, hasn't said anything. No, the two That's of you were trouble. She was talking I, about I, a sick beat. But at least she was having a good time. You're a, you're a mess. Please go to bed. Give life a microphone. I'm going to edit all of your stuff. Uh, good night. Oh, it's like the worst sister ever. Like ever. Like what anybody could ever have. So you don't want the 16 candles. I don't know. Trivia. I got stuck with Fine. this one. Who was Molly Ringwald? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was the first question I had. Do you remember? I know I made you guys watch 16 Candles on your 16th birthday. Do you she remember? She turned 16. Yeah, that's not the question. Who was Anthony Michael Hall? I stop after that. Um, <laughs> um, no, wait, I know. Um, what is, they all forget about her birthday. <laughs> who is well, Jake it. Ryan? Well, oh, yeah, that's yeah. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> well, I had Who Forgets Sam's Birthday? Everyone. Well, her family. <laughs> oh, yeah. Does Sam have her own phone line in her bedroom? Yes. That's right. Ah, look at that. Which band is on the poster above the stairs? You'll never get oh, that. Yes. Oh, I got it. I got it. I'm just kidding. I don't <laughs> Oh, my know. God. I would have been very impressed. It was a culture club. <laughs> Who felt up Sam? Is Sam a boy or a girl? Uh, Sam's oh, my Molly God. <laughs> oh. This isn't going anywhere. Yikes. <laughs> I just always know me like one, two years ago. I only know it as Molly Ringwald. I don't know it as... Right. No, I've seen this movie name. like three times. You have? Yeah. But you saw it with me first. Yeah. Is All it right. the little tiny guy? The nerdy guy? No. Oh. Oh, Mike, Anthony Michael Hall? No, it's her grandma. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, look, and they're so perky. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. It's a very it's a very difficult scene to watch. Um, you know, the, one of the other things we were talking about last time we were together was... Um, <laughs> Who's Sam? <laughs> <laughs> what are we wasting our time for? <laughs> I mean, uh, where are you going to go to college, Liza? I don't know. Rutgers. Woo. Really? Uh, no. Oh, are you thinking about going there? <laughs> I only applied to four schools and Rutgers is one of them. So maybe. What do you want to major in? I don't know. Something business related. Why? Uh, I'm sure this is really fun for you, isn't it? Yeah, no. This just took <laughs> a really not fun turn. <laughs> well, it's fun for me putting you under the spot like that. Yeah. <laughs> now... Oh, there's one other thing I want to mention because I'm staring right at it. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot about oh, yeah. that. Um, my cleaning lady was here today, um, you know, because I live in the Trump Tower. And uh, <laughs> she, I don't know, she cleaned up. I had a mess because I reorganized my house. And as you know, because um, Esther Koo, um, I guess two weeks ago, was talking about how kind of messy it was. And Rabbi Susan was talking about it because was, I'm in a transitionary period. And I had a whole bunch of stuff on my couch, and the cleaning lady cleaned it all today. And when I got home, there were two <laughs> silhouettes of people on the windowsill. And the two silhouettes, I know it by heart, are my uncle who left me and my sister out of the will that anyone who listens to this podcast knows, and his disgusting wife. And again, maybe I'm uh, being polite because you girls are here. And they gave us silhouettes. As a gift of themselves. I, don't, I didn't even know I had it in this apartment. I don't know where she found it. And it's weird that she just put it. Those two. I have a bunch of pictures. They're all stacked up so somewhere weird. in the back. It's but really those weird. two she put on the windowsill as if she didn't even do it. And some ghostly figure came in here and put the silhouettes of the people Who's that I hate the most. Ghost. He's haunting you. He's definitely haunting me after that podcast I yeah. did where I said he's going to hell. He probably listened to it. he's burning in hell. Yeah, <laughs> the worst people ever 
who kicked us out of their stupid will, which we don't even want because they're lame, uh, <laughs> let alone the fact that Dory here is named after his father. Yeah. Why wouldn't he leave something to you? I don't know. That would have been hilarious. Out of everybody, I'm just saying. Because remember, yeah, he was giving you bar mitzvah money or birthday yeah. money. Never Liza. Billy. Never Billy. What? It's like Sharon was Billy. She only gets Billy. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> right, because na- Billy's named after her husband. Yeah. Well, that's damn rude. I think it, well, I kind of see the, well. Yeah, but she knows all you guys. It's not like she yeah, doesn't no, know she you. she just texted mommy the other day and was like, oh, what would Billy want for the holidays? For real? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we don't really care for her anyway, so do we? I mean, no, I got nothing. Really that is kind of weird to uh, do when it's, don't you have to get for everybody if you're going to? You would think. Yeah. One time she got me and Dory bookmarks and Billy like this like cool instrument, like, bird carved wooden thing that he still has it was like really pretty it's like from like some place like cool place she went i mean dory got like paper book, book well this is like what i did to you, you. Want this bookmark i have laying around you can take Make that if you want uh this is what i did to you guys i mean this is what i did you know i took dory to london and i think i got you a, a cadbury bar yeah you're welcome right. <laughs> uh <laughs> it's not a bad gift it's a pretty good gift though right I mean, it was, was very you know good. i tried it and it was outstanding yeah it was like really good it's like the greatest thing I ever had. Yeah. Why is it so great? Why do they make chocolate better in London? They do everything better in London. Why is it completely like Willy Wonka over there? Where you can actually right? get a Wonka it ball. It really is. Because didn't Cadbury now making Wonka balls? Yeah. They are? Yeah. Or I think. Uh, yeah, they sure. combined. That's or it's cool. Cadbury is the maker of Wonka bars at least now oh. or something. That's cool. And don't they have a scrum dilly A scrum There's something like that. A scrum dilly Yes. I can't say it. that and the word ventriloquist. I just can't. You just said it. Say, no, I know, but my, um, that's laughing because you know, she knows it's a Richie Rich comment oh. uh, from the comic books that we know all so well. Which um, I'll tell you that story another time. But um, <laughs> you remember? Uh, so the Thanksgiving parade is tomorrow, and you know I hate that girl mm-hmm. um, who parade. executive oh, her yeah. name is Amy Cule, and I'm still angry at her. So I get angry every year. At nine in the morning, when she cuts that tape, you know Every it makes year without fail. Right, I know, and it's funny. You're like, oh no, we d- don't tell Uncle David to come. Here. That girl that he hates is on. She's the executive producer of the parade, and um, she's been doing it for like a long time. But um, I guess she's really good at her job. But still, she sucks because um, I don't want to even tell you why. But they have a a float this year, and it's called Felix the Cat. Have you ever heard of it? Heard of Felix it was like the, the first, um, he was the first balloon in 1927, wow. but he was a cartoon character. And I think, you know, he, he was even before Itchy and Scratchy. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, uh, he was before the show Steamboat Itchy. Uh, <laughs> but um, so when your mother and I were growing up, you know, there wasn't a lot to watch, but they did have Felix the Cat cartoons and um, he... It was kind of an okay cartoon. Everything sucked when we were young. They right. just didn't have good shows at all. At all. Yeah. And nothing holds up. But this Felix the Cat one was okay because the premise was that he was a, you know, a, a cat. Wow. Okay. And it was a stretch. It's a great premise. And he had Seems a magic really bag of tricks. Ooh. And he would carry around this bag. And then, like, if he needed to get an apple on a tree, he would open up the bag and an escalator would come out. 
and you'd be able uh. to take the escalator to the tree. So it was kind of okay. But this is the opening song, and you can see why everything back when we were kids sucked. Yeah, the funny thing is, uh, yeah, he wasn't that hilarious. That's the thing. <laughs> My sides did not ache. He was never. I, I don't even think I chuckled, like once. No, he was like not funny. funny at all. And I, I don't know where they came up with that. Um, Lyrics, but now that you false advertising, do I have? have, Oh, remember this reminds me of this. Miffy loved (laughs) it. Oh my god, I know that's what I was thinking too. This is my least favorite show of all time. She loved to ride her sledge down the snowy hills, she loved to slide over the snow on her skis, she loved to lie in the snow. And move her arms to make snow angels. Uh, <laughs> that voiceover is like the most relaxing voice I've ever heard. I know. Yeah, I, that's like why every time you used to guys have like it on, thing. I used to fall asleep instantly. <laughs> In fact, I don't know why I don't use it when I don't sleep. Yeah. Like I should just, just have it on a loop. That yeah. should be a thing. You know, I probably could get it. Probably. You got on, me a DVD of it for Hanukkah one oh, time. Oh, I did? <laughs> <laughs> what was that other show that sucked? Which other show? Miffy and something else. Booba. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I have that, too. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I got it. Booba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So weird. <laughs> you know what? Maybe you got to hand it to that Felix the Cat. Because at least they had yeah. something going on. They had a theme. That's You know, they had better. something. They're like, uh, no, let's come up with some lyrics and something about the cat. <laughs> Instead of just going, <laughs> I cannot believe people like watch that show. You watch that show. Know, you made I me know. watch I'm it. Saying, I Billy really like, watched. So what was it about? Nothing. It was just these blobs that went. Boo-ba. And like I remember them being so cute and little and stuff. But and it was successful. Them, and they're like not that cute. Yeah. Whoever made that show probably made a fortune probably. somehow. I don't understand. I don't know. I guess Billy liked it. Well, it shows you that we suck. Now check this out. I don't know whether you heard this. I play this every week on the show. No, well, and people who are listening right now, what did you say? What? <laughs> now you listen to me and you listen good. But this is the best opening theme to a cartoon show. It was a Saturday morning live action show, and this is the best theme of all time, and it explains the entire premise. Big John has a problem, as you can plainly see. One minute he's 40, the next he's 33. Big John keeps a changing before your very eyes. He's 25 and then 19, then 12 years old in size. Big John, little John, what a way to grow. Big John, little John, from high to low. Do you understand the premise? I think I yes. got it. Do you? Because um, the funny thing about back then is they really went for it. This was the opening every day. There's more. Big John found the fountain of youth. He drank a little drink. And that magic water is the thing that made him shrink. Now, even when he's little John, he never knows just when. Zap, 
he'll change and rearrange and he's big john well now any confusion from before is completely cleared you see up. what i'm yeah. saying but um so they explain the entire premise of the show you can see an episode 30 and be caught up like what's this and then it'd be like oh I found the fountain of youth. So what happens is the guy finds the fountain of youth. Yeah, I got that. And then he, but he, but he never knows when he's going to shrink or go back. Ah. So he's married and then he's, so then, but then he becomes the little boy again. Then he's got to talk to his wife and be like, honey, but he's 12. Uh, That's weird. It it was a fun show. I think he, well, the first episode he's trying to explain it to her. Oh, okay. okay. It was really a pickle. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And the guy that played him was the, the guy who played uh, Cousin Oliver on The Brady Bunch. Oh. Yeah. It's a great show. But um, I was telling Sarah's uh, boyfriend, you know, Michael Sheen, the actor Michael Sheen, uh, we always talk about the stuff he used to get in London. He used to get stuff uh, that was, or Wales, that, was, that had these descriptions with the stuff they get from America, so anything that had a long description of the premise. So I was going to uh-huh. send him this one, and she said, oh, he already knows about that one. I'm <laughs> like, that's impossible. It's like eight episodes from the 70s. How could he possibly know <laughs> about that one? But he did. And that's my story. Nice. Liza, do you want to go to bed next? Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'll just talk to Dory for a couple more minutes, and uh, we'll okay. wrap up. Good night, But Liza. thank you for your uh, patronage. Good night. This late night podcast was not such a great idea. It's a brilliant idea. Well, that's what I think, but boy, what a bunch of party poopers. Why don't we hang out with them? I don't know. We should invite them next year. I don't think we ever... Well, I fell asleep at Harry Potter. You always fall asleep. Um, Only at theater. Yeah, I guess you're right, actually. Yeah, I don't fall asleep anywhere else except at my work, (laughs) where you're supposed to, and, uh, you know, the theater, which I love. But you'd never know that from me dozing off. But it's always so comfortable there. (laughs) Lights go off. It's like pleasant. There's music in the background. Well, not the Harry Potter one. But those British people always... Was there? In the background. Yeah, but those British people, when they're talking, it's just easy to fall asleep because they're they're very soothing. You don't think so? No. So you're saying that you thought the Harry Potter play was the greatest thing you've ever seen? Uh, Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Well, it was. Are you positive because... Yes. um, I'm just looking something up. Oh, yeah. No, that's not it. Okay. Um, I was going to play something else, but I don't have it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why did you like that play so much? Because it was good. Was it? Yes. No, was it really good? Yes. I don't know why you, like, are so against it. No, I'm not against it. It's just that uh, it was pretty long. Yeah, but that was... (laughs) It was okay that it was long because it was captivating. I've been meaning to look up that girl online because she was really hot. The one, oh, wait, I guess I can't give it away. Hashtag keep the secrets. Oh, right. I forget. I know which girl you're talking about. I then. do say happy Baltimore Day, though, when I walk by. I mean, listen, it's just <laughs> the way it is, and you just have to go for it, and you have eh, to see it yourself. What are you going to do? Well, they're moving it to New York. In fact, they're they're so excited to move it to New York, which I guess we Yeah, how could they not be? We didn't have to go all the way to London. What yeah, would we waste our time awesome. for? Awesome. London or the play? Both. Did you really like London? Did you have a good time? Yeah. It was kind of fun walking around. Yeah. But you really should have tried that Sunday roast. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Even you said it was disgusting. No, it was gross. Yeah, I'm just kidding when I say that. <laughs> I know. I mean, how many times is that guy going to tell me it's like a Sunday roast? And I'm like, I don't know what a Sunday <laughs> roast is. And it's I know you're being anti-Semitic. Roast. Whatever he's saying, I know it's just against the Jews. I don't think so. Well, why would I know what a Sunday roast is? I think that's a church thing. 
No, I think it's an English thing. Yes, which is a church thing. Look, the, the, was that place still not completely shut down when we were walking around on a yeah, Sunday? Yeah, it was pretty weird. That's a Catholic church thing. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, because, you know, here they don't... Well, they used to. They, they're getting, getting rid of the blue laws that are like from World War II right. very slowly. Do you know that only a month ago, you may be able to buy liquor before noon? Really? A month ago, it started here in the city. I don't think in Jersey you can. You usually have to wait until noon. That's um, crazy. And a month ago, I think they finally changed the blue law so people could make brunch earlier. Right. You know, like you could come in at 10 and have a mimosa. You couldn't. That's crazy. I know. It's crazy, right? Yeah, that's in this like day really and age, weird. are you kidding? When they write songs with uh, the N-word? <laughs> <laughs> All lies of songs. That was so weird, right? That was really weird. But she was just doing it on purpose. It was, I mean, yeah. I, I no, understand she, was she doing likes it on those purpose. songs, but it was really funny. She played one of them just purposely. She was like, oh, they're going to get a kick out of this. And just <laughs> played it for like five seconds. It was pretty funny. But um, I don't know. Are you looking forward to uh, tomorrow? You're not yeah. going to the parade, right? We're just going to watch it on TV, right? Yeah, I think oh, so. Awesome. Yeah, watching it on TV is actually like better than. I don't know how we're going to get home. This uh, Donald Trump thing is a do. Who'd you vote for, by the way? Did you? Did you? I are told you, not you. Saying? I voted for Donald Trump. You did. Yeah. Interesting. Did you register as a Republican when you registered to vote? You no, have to I register. I registered as an independent. Oh, even smarter. I don't. Think, I feel like they didn't have that choice when I was growing up, but they must have, I'm right? Sure, they did. Yeah, but you know, I am a Republican, right? Yeah. Yeah, Michael J. Fox. Does that have to do with anything? That's why I registered Republican. Because of Michael J. Fox? Yeah, from this show Family Ties that we were talking about before. Gotcha. Because he was the shit. All right. I mean, the shit. Um, and I just wanted to be just like him. Fair enough. He's pretty cool. I came here in a time machine you built. I don't have time for this future, boy. <laughs> and I suppose the president of 2016 is Donald Trump. No, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And who's the president? Who, okay. Who's the president of 2016? Donald Trump. <laughs> the billionaire? And I suppose Jerry Lewis is vice president. <laughs> God, that's amazing. They have to redo this movie. I know, so just, just for that reason, right? Because remember, he was totally around in 85 when they yeah. made this. And we're like, okay, who's president? Oh, that's Donald perfect. Trump. The billionaire? <laughs> <laughs> the reality TV star? <laughs> Maybe I have to come up with the second one. That's what I've been trying to come for. Um, and I suppose Amarosa is vice president. Well, she was running, but uh, <laughs> I got to come up with uh, things after that. Yeah. Are you going to see, um, or when are you going to see the Fantastic Beasts thing? Uh, hopefully this weekend. Uh, yeah, I want to, I guess I want to see it too. I mean, now I've gone the whole gamut. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, like if I don't go see it, it's kind of lame since I went all the way to London you to see. You did go all the way to London. And it's a prequel, right? Yeah. And it takes place. It takes uh, place in like the 1920s. 1920s. I hate York. that time. New York, did you say? You know, that's kind of rude. <laughs> I said that's New York. That's a really mean door. Oh, you said New York? I'm sorry. I, uh, I just hear what I want to hear sometimes. <laughs> How are you doing at school? All right. Yeah. Sometimes I take Dory out from her dorm and we go to the diner. And again, I have the happy waitress. Always. 
And I always mention, I'm going to really make your day. You always do. And they never laugh no. or smile. I think they always get excited and then you're like, because I'm going to order the happy waitress. Oh, and I guess like, they think it's oh. something else. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I think I got to look that up right now. I usually don't do this like on the show because, but why is it called the happy waitress? I don't know. I, I thought I, it was because it made the waitress happy. How? Well, clearly we've tried it. <laughs> It doesn't usually. Why is it called the happy waitress? There it came up. It just says it's a grilled cheese sandwich with bacon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, here, why uh, is the uh, happy waitress named as such? Well, maybe this will get us. Well, this, well, this is no good. Uh. Very much a New Jersey thing, huh. and certainly not in every diner. Why it's known as the Happy... Oh, it was a big mystery. Oh. <laughs> well, that's not helpful. One legend says it was a way for a cook to show a waitress that he was interested in her and get a date. What the f... That's pretty that weird. That guy's an idiot. When waitress wanted her shift meal, the line cook who wanted her would start with a grilled cheese, and he would experiment with what he would think would get her attention and turn her on. You know... Ham, bacon, tomato, etc. What the? F- That's definitely is not real. Okay, this doesn't make any. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's the last time I go to. They must have uh, the Roscoe Diner. That's in New York, because that's by uh, where I went to school. Yeah. It doesn't say. Fascinating. No one seems to know how this open face cheese sandwich got its name. Well, I'm glad it's not just me. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, that, uh, and then they give you the and then they give you the recipe: butter softened, eight slices white bread, eight slices American. Che- I know how to that's make a happy waitress. Obvious. I think it's self-explanatory. It's an open-faced grilled cheese sandwich with a piece of bacon and some tomato, and I can eat it with a knife and fork. I like it. God, I'm dying now. I'm now I'm gonna have to do an entire episode. All about the happy waitress. Well, right? There's nothing. I don't want to waste time. Dory, you're in college. I, I, Can I am. You, do you think you could do a paper? About the happy waitress? Well, ironically, I think a professor would appreciate it. Because if you actually did some serious research on a stupid topic, I think they like that. Maybe I'll try it. Or at least they now did. Now I'm interested. When I went to college, I did some research on Pez. Huh. <laughs> and they thought it was really funny. And they really liked it. And then they're like, I can't wait to see your you know, thing on Manifest Destination or something. Like that. I'm like, ha ha. <laughs> I had no idea what that was. Which I should have known already because I was already in college. Right. Um, and that's when they uh, kicked me out of the program after because it was all anti-Semitism. And now anyway, uh, that's what I complain about all the time. I just saw this last night. There will be an additional springboard installed for Melon's <laughs> Dive. The Triple Lindy. Is that hard? That's impossible. <laughs> there will be an additional <laughs> springboard. <laughs> that's right. I just watched it last night and it was, I couldn't nice. turn it off. It was making me laugh. It was like over three in the morning. I was like, I know I'm going to go to bed, but I can't help myself. But uh, 
I guess that's uh, it for today. Is there anything you wanted to talk about? I mean, now we're having a good... We got rid of those. I, it's almost like I want to start the podcast over again. I'm like stalling because I'm kind of done, but now we're having a good time. Yeah, now We got rid party. of those two losers, they are and they were losers. Like, why not just say, we're tired. Let's do it tomorrow. Let's I do it later. Or why don't you just it. have... To, but I should know better because your mother can't handle being up after 10. No. And you think Liza's cool, but we've seen her fall asleep a hundred times. Yeah, she does fall asleep so, very easily. And you're wide awake. You're having a good time. Yeah. We should have done this by ourselves. Yeah. We shouldn't have wasted our time. Missed opportunity. Well, I feel like, yeah, I, I really almost want to just start over, <laughs> but that's silly. It's a little silly. Because then we miss all this gold. Yeah. This comedy gold. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just see if I have any other clips that I had prepared for you that um, I thought you might like. We did that. We did that. Um... Yeah. Oh, I had this because I thought Billy was coming on too. Cause, oh um, yeah. Oh no, wait. That's not it. Uh, oh. No wait. Yeah. The, yeah. This is the. Do you remember this? Do you remember why I have this here? I think you were there. Yeah. Well, you for two reasons. What, what's the first reason? No, I was there. I oh, you were there. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe your dad were like totally, like totally excited about yeah. trying to do the dance. I know. The George McFly. But why am I playing this? Because Billy played it. That's right. His thing. Well, yeah. played with air quotes. Right. We still don't think he was playing. He was in this band. But, but they were amazing. They were very good. But I still don't think he plays. Yeah. I'm not really There was sure. no indication that he was actually playing music. No, he could have been faking the entire time. But he was playing this song. Here, wait. I got something else for you. Um, I just saw it, and I think you're going to like it. Um, oh. Oh well, you want to hear this? This is um, this is this girl that I had uh, on the podcast, mm-hmm. and we got into like a Twitter war. But I finally listened to her show, where like she was mean to me. I had never heard it before, and like this is what she was Italy. doing. We're outside on the sidewalk. She's talking yeah. about me. And Jessica has this like look on his face, mm-hmm. like oh god, if I could only just make out with her. <gasps> What's the face? Do it. <laughs> I need to see it. They're uh, no, Asian. No, no. What's the face? Do it. <laughs> I cannot tell. I cannot okay, tell. Let's just Google him and you'll find, you'll see it. But he's not doing the face on the Google. Yeah, he is. What is it? Like this? He kind of has, he kind of has like a permanent, <laughs> it's like an Eeyore. Eeyore. Is this me? From the Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. That's a good look. Is it? I like he that other girl. deep, <laughs> like sad. See? Deeply sad person. <laughs> Oh my god, he's gonna hear it. <laughs> See, the other girl got it, but listen to that evil laughing. Isn't that horrible? That is kind of evil laugh. That's so mean. Yeah. Why are they gonna be like that? I don't know. Yeah. I'll get, we'll figure it out later. But uh, wait, I just had, there was one other thing I wanted to play for you. What does Liza need? I have no idea. I couldn't oh. hear her. What do you need, Liza? Listen to this one. This is, um, uh, you know that guy, Joe Buck, who I really no. don't particularly care for? He does. The uh, World Series for Fox and the football games. Okay. And and he makes a big deal if somebody's like, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so sorry you had to hear that or whatever. And he's like, you know, a big like stickler, like, oh my god, ah, uh, you know, some guy is showboating after they have a touchdown. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my god, <laughs> you know. And then he did this happen. Cam Newton and 
Ted Ginn is there for the catch, ruling on the field. He hauled it in with both feet in bounds. We'll take a look at the replay because Bruce Arians threw the challenge flag, uh, flag fairly. Challenge flag. <laughs> See? Not Ooh. cool. Right? Just saying. Not cool. Oh, and now this is a, a really good one. Now, again, back in the day, um, you know, racism was like normal. Right. So this is from a James Bond movie. Okay? Uh-huh. You ready? And this guy's yelling at um, Chinese people. Okay. If you got your little pointy heads out of them pajamas, you wouldn't be late for work. Yikes. <laughs> That's from a James Bond movie. If you got your little pointy heads out of them pajamas, then he says it again. Isn't God. that awesome? <laughs> it's pretty crazy. He was in two Bond movies. Yeah, he was like a southern sheriff, and then for some reason he ended up in uh, Hong Kong. Huh. It made no sense. Crazy. The movies went... Well, I mean, I still watched every one of them, but they, <laughs> it wasn't a good... Th- they, let's just say they won't be putting him in the Daniel Craig movies. Right. You pointed-headed <laughs> Dick Poindexter! Yeah, I'm not sure that would fly. I, I still can't believe it. It's so racist. <laughs> it's like really messed up. Yeah. You point your <laughs> heads, put your heads together, you get a goonie bird. Oh my God. Yeah. Hey, remember I was talking about that movie, uh, Cannonball Run? No. We were talking about that last Saturday when I was over at your house. We were talking about a movie called The Cannonball Run. Okay. Me, you, your dad, and Liza. And we were telling you that it was like really popular. And it was stupid, and it's just like a race across the country. I mean, the premise was kind of good, and it's an illegal race across the country, and whoever wins gets prize money. And Burt Reynolds is in it, and Roger Moore is in it, and um, it was huge when it came out. But And, uh, you know, my favorite, Terry Bradshaw and Mel Tillis are in it, and remember I told you that they drive, and before they leave, they just get a, a truckload full of beer, and he's like, didn't you get anything oh, to yeah. eat? Remember he goes, sure I did. And it was just a small bag of chips. Uh, and that's really, and they're just drinking the whole way while they're driving across country, which is awesome. Crazy. Uh, but I always remember that because they were just so funny. And then yeah. they drive their car into a pool. But I was looking at that movie. And you don't care about this, but I love this kind of stuff. In 1981, that was the number six movie. What? Yeah. In box office gross, it made $72 million. That's back then wow. in 1981, that would be like 200 million today, yeah, that's or 150 crazy. at least. The biggest movie of that year, which blew the competition away, right, was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, that kind of makes sense. Have you ever seen it? No. Mm. Really? Yeah. But you love Star Wars. I do like Star Wars. It's funny, you know. I it's it's kind of been lost. People show their kids Star Wars immediately as soon as they're old enough. Yeah, that's definitely and that's why true. these are. The films are just going to keep on going, the yeah. J.J. Abrams and all this stuff, even though they're horrible. But um, but nobody shows them Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's true. And that's just as good and with Han Solo, but in yeah, a different right? part. But he's still Han Solo, you know. Right. I mean, he's still the most ultimate dude. Then the movie that was after that in 1981 was this movie about two old people called On Golden Pond. And it just made a fortune. Huh. It made $119. But it's still $100 million less 
than Raiders That's of the Lost Ark. It was called on Golden Pond. It won like all the Oscars with this guy Henry Fonda, who was a major loser, oh. and Jane Fonda, which was his daughter, right. who was a big star actually, but she wasn't. But Catherine Hepburn, have you heard of her? Yeah. Yeah, and they won two Oscars. They both won Oscars, but mm-hmm. it's pretty good. But it's you know it's, it's old people. Right. How'd that make money? Oh. Superman two. All right. Which was amazing. How on Golden Pond beat Superman 2, uh, which was yeah. the best out of all the Supermans, is unbelievable. Maybe because they didn't put out the director's cut, which I've told you about, which is much better. Well, you've never seen Superman 2, have no. you? No. Oh, boy. Arthur, which is like one of my favorite movies of all time, yes, I which know. I believe I even quoted today. I believe you did. Yeah. Right, because we were going through the park. Yeah. I said, well, it's not going to be like Arthur where you can go through the park anymore. That was the number four movie. made $95 million, and that's why there was an Arthur 2, which is a bag of shit. <sighs> Stripes with Bill Murray, which was one of my favorite movies of all time. These are two classic, ridiculous comedies that shape most of the people, most of the men that I know my age to this day. And I'm not just talking about comedians. I'm talking about boys. It's like the reason I can do The Godfather at the Comedy Cellar is because these two movies, uh, well, Stripes for sure, Mm -hmm. exist, and Caddyshack and things like that, because... It's like started out where guys just started memorizing lines from movies. Right. And that became our thing. And then we're able to do this Godfather thing where when we do it, even though you didn't see The Godfather, you still found it funny. But if you know the movie, it's like extra gold. There's a guy from my office who was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Because I I totally get that. If you know The Godfather and you're doing it respectfully and you're doing it the right way and you change the lines to like even that stupid A Fagoda thing when I was doing where I was like, you know, he, he says it's like it's a it's an old pull chain toilet. He's like, does anybody know this restaurant in the Bronx? Sure, I do. It's got one of those old pull chain toilets. Remember, remember uh, yeah. when we went to London and I had you make a, yeah. I wanted you to go into the men's bathroom and take a picture with the pull chain yes. toilet. Yeah, it's right. And, and then we made it so this guy is like, why do you know all the toilets yeah. in the city? He goes, I'm going to test you. Uh, Luch House on 32nd Street. It's one of those little flush systems. <laughs> I mean, he like knew all the toilets, and that's the gag, and people oh, get that, funny. you know, but. Yeah, we were so so. As soon as I saw that pull chain toilet in London, I, was, I had to take it myself. But I really wanted you. Remember, I said I was like, "Joey, you got to come into the men's yeah. room and take advantage." Like, yeah, I, I think I'm going to pass on that. Then there was this movie, Chariots of Fire, which was next. That was Cannonball Run, then Chariots of Fire, which won an Oscar. That won the huh. whole Oscar, and that's in seventh place and only made fifty eight million. And that's what happens a lot is that these little movies make. They win the Oscars, but the blockbuster, which you think, Raiders of the Lost Ark, which was just this historic, right. unbelievable film. Really should win the Oscar for, you know, but they just don't give awards like yeah, that. Yeah, they don't do that. Then the James Bond movie, For Your Eyes Only, for number eight. Then this Alan Alda movie, The Four Seasons, which is okay, but it made $50 million because he was just so popular. Right. And then this movie that I liked, but nobody else did, called Time Bandits. And that was the top ten. Um, the reason, again, I bring it up is because then they made a Cannonball Run 2. In 1984, three years later. Now, Cannonball Run was like a fluke that it made $72 million. So they made a Cannonball Run 2 in 1984. And I'm going down the list here. Oh, it it made $28 million. That's it. It It's in 32nd place in 84. 1984, the biggest box office movie was Beverly Hills Cop with Eddie Murphy. Have you ever seen that? No. That's really good, too. It's really good. You know how Eddie Murphy is the donkey in Shrek? Yes. Well, he used to be huge. He had yes, three. He was the biggest box office star three years in a row with, I think, Beverly Hills Cop in 84, The Golden Child in 85, which is not good, and Beverly Hills Cop 2, which is not good, in 86. 
both all three went to number one. Wow. All because of he was the shit. Have you ever seen Trading Places? Yeah, that I've seen. Right, and he's amazing in that, right? Yeah. He's so funny. He's, he's very really funny. good in Beverly Hills Cop. He's a cop from Detroit, and his friend is murdered, and it has to do something with Beverly. He come from Beverly Hills, so he's doing some checking out. But he's a black guy, right. uh, going around Beverly Hills asking questions, and you know everybody just throws him out of windows, <laughs> and, and the cops arrest him. And like, but I just got thrown out of a plate glass <laughs> window, and they're like, "Come on, troublemaker!" That's and funny. Um, there's parts of it that don't hold up because, in this day and age, it, now that what we know with right. security and terrorism, it, it it makes you a little uncomfortable. But most of it is his performance, and it really is great. Nice. And he and he kind of meets these other two cops who play by the book because in Beverly Hills they play by the book, and then he, he changes the rules. Ah. Yeah, but it's really great, and he's really good in it. And quite frankly, he should have won an Oscar for it because he was fucking awesome. But they don't give Oscars to comedians. No, it's a shame. But he was amazing. I'm I'm gonna turn you on to these movies. You know what? Have you seen Ghostbusters? Yeah, that was the number two movie in '84. But that was the number two movie. It made two hundred twenty nine million, but Beverly Hills Cop made two thirty four. Wow. So you haven't seen the number that beat Ghostbusters. No, Think I about haven't. that. That's so yeah. Now so I you should know watch it's it. good, right? The third Indiana Jones came in third that year. The second Indiana Jones in Temple of Doom, which wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, whatever. Then Gremlins. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I've Actually, heard Actually, Gremlins 2 is a little better. Huh. Karate Kid. Oh, I've seen that. Police Academy. You know I named the uh, races after the Police Academy movies. Oh. Uh, Footloose. Have you ever seen that? No. It mm, doesn't really hold up. It's not worth <sighs> it. uh, blah, blah, blah. Have you ever seen Splash? No. It's with Tom Hanks. Before he was Super Tom Hanks. Gotcha. And uh, he meets a mermaid and falls in love. Aww. And uh, doesn't know she's a mermaid. And then when he finds out a mermaid, uh, hijinks ensue. Fascinating. It's a very fun movie. That sounds in- that's interesting. It is. I'm going to turn you on to everything in 1984. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel like I should watch all of them. Oh, I think you got to watch Beverly Hills Cop. It's really good. Because yeah. that's when Eddie Murphy was the shit. And... The reason why Shrek is good is because it's old school Eddie Murphy. Right. And he goes back to, you know, it's like he lost his way. Gotcha. Because you've probably seen some movies he's been where not, it's not, he's not good. Right. Because you've seen Trading Places and you know how good he can be. Yeah. But he lost his way. And in Shrek, he kind of got it back because you're getting old Eddie Murphy, right. the way he talks and the way he acts. And I don't know. That's the story pretty much. Nice. I'm still full. Still? No, actually, I feel much better now. I was so full. I'm telling you, I'm just bloated all the time. That's fascinating. Well, that's because you're thin. You don't understand. <laughs> I used to be like you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so you be careful. It's going to happen to you. Let's hope not. Uh Oh, and just one other thing, because as long as you're here, I'm going to play. The, uh, get this. Before television was 24 hours, mm-hmm. it was a nightmare for me. I was always oh, up I'm late. Sure. There was nothing to watch. There Ugh. was no VHS or no DVR no or no on demand. On at one in the no morning. right, <laughs> right. And this is what they would have. This had this uh, this song. Of this if you stayed up late enough. Passover greetings from Channel Two. This is the opening to like when they'd air an old movie, <laughs> like. On a, on a Tuesday night or two in the morning. And then you can 
hear the opening of the horrible movie that's about to, that you're like, this sucks. You <laughs> <laughs> the static before yeah. it. Oh, God, that just sounds so... Oh, life was the worst. The worst. Yeah. Right? You're like, oh, well, maybe it'll be a good movie. It was like never Star Wars. Yeah. My whole life, <sighs> I waited for Star Wars to be on... Yeah, why would they just ...at play two that? in the morning at... They, first of all, it hadn't been made. Oh, oh well. <laughs> but I'm saying, let's say, well, let's say, that, okay, this is 79, so it had been made. But they just, it, it took so long before Star Wars was on at two in the morning uh, right. for anything. And now when it's on at two in the morning, even if it's on, I, I can't help but to watch it because it's the most exciting thing, especially when they play Empire Strikes Back right after. Oh, yeah. Or especially, rather, Return of the Jedi, because then you find out what happens to Han Solo after he goes to the carbon, uh, you know, right. thing. So it's like it's like the greatest time to be living. <laughs> Star Wars at two in the morning. Oh, you don't understand. You just heard that. That's what. That's all there was. Yeah, it sucks. Well, definitely seems. And like that was almost now. 1980. That's crazy. Oh, that was like you know what? I'm so depressed now. I can't handle it. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna watch TV all night now. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, let's end with uh, this classic. <laughs> well, this will be our ending song tonight Ladies and gentlemen I have no idea What the podcast sounds like Because I'm using this to, I should have switched The Liza's headphones So I can it up I don't know if I'm loud that. I don't know if the levels are good Because I'm using like really sound good headphones. in the you think it sounds okay? Yeah uh, But it's like I'm off my game a little bit Because I'm not using The proper headphones and it's, Should have just made Liza uh, Use the crappy ones I, I should have But I was trying to be polite To my guests Wow But now I hate my guests Yeah Like I don't even want to spend Thanksgiving with them <laughs> horrible people Well you've been great Well thank you and I know you like to do the podcast, and I know you lighten up when you're on the podcast, and you talk, because you don't really talk a lot when we're not doing no. the podcast. So it's like, I think I made a mistake, and I should just be doing the podcast with you from now on. Yeah. Well, and it's much easier, because then I can call year. you up, and I know what you like. So it's like I called up your mother, and I was like, what is Liza like? So I can do some trivia. And she said, I don't know. And yeah. then we asked Liza, what do you like? What's your favorite show? What's your favorite movie? I don't know. I mean, I know you do that too, but I still know what you like. Yeah. I mean, I know you like Harry Potter. You're easy to shop for too. It's She's true. impossible to shop for. I don't know what she likes. Yeah, nobody knows what she likes. Yeah, well, you get nothing from her. Yeah. We still don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Then she was angry when you ask about, you know, stuff. I mean, you get that way too, but I'm just saying. It's like, <laughs> but you don't know the podcast, which is good. Yeah. We need to do another one on one. Hey, what if I come to your dorm room one day and we do a podcast? Oh, my God. Would that be cool? Yeah, maybe. That would be so much fun. <laughs> or creepy. I can't figure it a out. A little but. creepy. But no, it'll be it'll be super fun. I really would like that that would be cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, because her um, dorm room overlooks uh, the parking lot uh, where I park. <laughs> so it's perfect. Uh, but that would be fun. We can get your roommate on who's a lot of laughs, right? <laughs> can we have the Havelocks on? Oh, boy. All right. Anyway, Dory, thank you so much for joining me. Happy Thanksgiving, thank everybody. You. Although when this comes out, it'll be over already. But we'll see you next week. Remember, we've got the football show coming up on Wednesday, November 30th. Please join me, Artie, and Lenny. And you can see it on Facebook at thekicker.com or on Facebook on The Kicker, whatever it's called. And uh, I will see you next time on the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day.